Well, welcome back to another re-education experience podcast, a modern realtor's playbook. This is the first episode of 2021, and I've actually been missing this. It's been weeks now since I've released one, and I'm really excited to bring you into this conversation that I'm about to share with you today. Today, I wanted to start off with giving you something a little different. I actually wanted to bring you inside the walls, behind the scenes, into a real conversation that both myself and our co-CEO out there in the Ontario office was having, and we provided this as a podcast-style format conversation to our own realtors coast-to-coast. So again, I'm excited for you to listen to this. This conversation is very uh, focused on the sphere-based business because as we enter a new year, We need to again lean into those that are closest to us. That's the biggest percentage of our businesses. But Jeff and I in this conversation go back and forth with different tricks, tips and hacks to work through that part of our business, which for all of us is the largest piece of our revenue. I really hope you enjoy this 19 and a half minute conversation. All right, we are back, and I'm excited to bring uh, Darren back on. Obviously, when we started this initiative, it was all you and me um, doing the training content every day, and we know this year we're going to be bringing on a lot more guests. Did some broker tips with Mike last week, um, and as we're getting these outside guests booked up, I was thinking about you know our big four themes. One of them being you know making sure we're staying in touch with our sphere. We've called it different things. I was looking at some old notes. We call it own the home. We call it all kinds of things, right? But, and I know that you just put out a very detailed document about, you know, never lose touch with your sphere. I saw you sharing it with our personal mastermind group even. Um, And so when I was thinking about this today, about, you know, in our market for sure, with the COVID restrictions, with lack of social gathering, with lack of even being able to be in groups of more than five here in Ontario right now, we got to think about sphere a little different way. We can't let it fall out of touch. And one of the people I think is best at it in the business is my man right here. Our CEO, Darren, right? Um, and I, that's something Only you I can always, see me smile. Well, we got you on video, so there you go. But the, but the truth of it is, as we got together, it was very apparent that I was much more of a digital mass marketer, and you knew how to go one to one to the house, to the friend, to the referral, and make things happen that way. So, what we want to do in a little concise training today, because again, we want to keep these really digestible is go over just based on, you know, we're coming up on 10 months, 10 months since the first lockdown. You know, we haven't really had restrictions return back to normal. Some some parts of the country were in a worse place in terms of restrictions than we were even when it started. So how do we stay in touch with our sphere? What's working from what you're seeing in your own business, Darren, to the top producers there in Calgary that you could share with our team over here? So they get a little different perspective because I'm always coming at them with the, you know, send the one email to 400 people, uh, you know, make the video. But I want to hear it out of what's working for you and some of your top producers in Calgary. And uh, we'll be in and out of here in like 10 or 15 minutes, eh? Hey, man, we got uh, as much time as you need, but that sounds perfect for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always a bit, been a bit more focused with, uh, with the, the, the one-to-one clientele stuff just because I, I built my business differently than you did. Um, um, not one better than the other, but, but yeah, we call it, I mean, I, the one thing you didn't bring up is we, I, I like to call it revenue for life um, because when sphere and database is done well, that's truly what it is. And when you and I built out those four main themes that we continue to coach to our, like our internal dialogues that our agents have heard 
uh, revenue life was kind of almost like that add-on that could be summarized as this whole other thing. Um, so yeah, for the agents, the redline agents, they benefit because they have that, that sphere engagement playbook that I would just ask them to go back to it. And you're right, we shared it to our team and our mastermind groups. Our mastermind groups, for those listening, these guys are top performers in, in all of their world. So when when I shared this document to them, it was almost like, of course, you guys should know this stuff, but it, even the top performers out there are looking for these things because we could all do sphere and database better, right? I think we all know that. Um, I might take it in a different direction today. So for our agents, I just want to send them back to this playbook because it's referenceable, there's webinars, there's workshops, and there's five pages as I scroll through it here on my side of stuff they could do. And the farther they go in this document, Jeff, the more it's like it's like the eighth degree, the ninth degree, the tenth degree. But the basics and the foundation are all in page one, two, three. But just as they go, it's like that extra depth. So we'll make sure to have the document linked up when I post this video on Workplace for sure. It's either be in the comments or it'll be in the very next post and Jamie will get it over to Trainual. But maybe reflecting on the document as a whole, because I know you put a lot of work into that. You know, if 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 you're just I'm on the phone today, right? Going, hey. You know, I can't do any of my live events. I can't be knocking on doors. Um, but I know that more than ever, sphere business is going to be important in this type of lockdown environment. You know, cold lead gen is getting harder than ever. You're not able to bump in anyone at an open house or you not necessarily do any of your cold networking events. So what on that playbook do you think is really critical? Um, not the foundational stuff. We know to make a database. We know that. But what's working tactically right now to keep those conversations going and, and spur some more repeat and referral business as we head into 2021. You know what, one of the, I jotted a few notes before coming on this with you. And the first thing that came to mind was this fact is in 2020, we learned a lot about how our clients want to be in touch, right? Because they were forced inside their bubbles. Um, some of them gravitated to different ways of communicating because we couldn't do it. So my first tactic I thought was go back with like a hard, hard block of time and learn what 2020 taught you about your exact sphere. Cause it's different than mine and different than yours, Jeff. And everybody that's listening has a different sphere based on which platform they're using, right? How often have they changed the way they engage? Are these guys phone folks? Do they, I mean, did they benefit from anything that you tried because right as of March, you and I were coaching our agents to lean in, right? To go further. And I think if they just looked at what happened, our agents would know exactly three things, what worked, what didn't, and um, what each one of them loved to hear from you from. Maybe they started engaging with you on social. Maybe parts didn't do any of that. And they, were, they, they, they actually would answer the door right? Because I have people that when I showed up to their front door, I got into the most monumental conversations that I didn't get or I even didn't try before. Um, so that was my first takeaway. Any thoughts on that? Well, I love the kind of just back to basics analytics of, hey, you know, you're speaking my language when I talk about business planning too, is that we're not starting from scratch. We're 10 months into these kind of restrictions, the world of social interaction changing. So I love that there and take a breath 
you know, look back, what did you do over the last 10 months? Was it Popeyes? Was it personal calls? Was it video messages? Was it emails? Was it social media content? And what worked? What did, what resonated with your sphere? And try to go all in on that as we head into 2021. And if you tried a few things and they fizzled out, you know, retool them or drop them. But you, you should have a good base of research. I know, just reflecting on your door-to-door story, some of our agents that did go really deep on doing some Popeyes gift drop-offs, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, really saw a huge wave of business come from their sphere, you know, in the next two to three, four months after that. Um, and they were really glad they did. So we got to look back at your own, but maybe also, you know, call someone off the top producer list uh, at Redline here in Calgary and say, hey, how are you, you know, outperforming in such a tough market where a lot of the ways I meet people have been taken away from me? Uh, that's great. Great advice, Darren. Um, so say we've done that, we've looked through, um, what do we do next? You know what, the one thing I noticed more than others, whether we love it or we hate it with the social media world, it's become the only way we truly connect. And everybody some way, shape or form is finding their news via that platform, right? I mean, the young bucks are TikToking, and, and, and uh, I mean, even the old, old farts like me are trying, um, but everybody's played a different game. But so what I, what I wrote down too, and as I was talking, to some people on another mastermind. The whole game with Sphere is everybody we meet, the goal is to one day call them my Sphere, right? Feel like they're close enough to you that they're now Sphere. They're not just a contact I met at a place or they're not just a lead I got then. They literally funnel to this place where from a mass perspective, you're putting out content and you're, it's your comfort zone and you're putting it at often. So the whole goal is funneling them through, right? If, if all you ever had was just, I don't know, their cell phone, but connect with them now on social and then actually connect and engage, right? Because the most important, one of the most human basic needs is feeling significant, right? So if you show that they're, they're significant in your life by not just liking, but commenting, but then do that third step, which was actually commenting and tell them uh, like and in a direct message, you're gonna build that sphere engagement feel because nobody does that. Everybody's lazy. They like, they comment and Facebook added what, five different ways that you can like in a different way. But it's like, that's not that important, right? So I would go there, funnel them to your place in the most, and then they can benefit from your mass output that you're putting that sprays to everybody. Um, I think that funnel is more important now than ever. I mean, some of you might say I'm not super huge on social, but I mean, okay, then explore that same concept, but drive them to your email that you send out. But I do think social is where we all need to play. I think for sure, you know, even if you don't like posting a lot or you're not in the rhythm of that yet, if your clients, they like a certain platform, all you have to do is go like and comment and DM them, right? You don't even have to, you don't have to think of anything. You don't have to post anything. You don't have to brag, but if you're following them, you know, they're going to have a positive experience by that. You're going to be one of those people that's thumbs upping their stuff or saying nice things. But the second hidden benefit is that also hacks the algorithm. So when you do post something, your stuff's going to show up at the top. If you've been engaging on that other person's content, the algorithm is going to put your stuff in front of them and say, hey, you might want to see what Jeff's up to. So I agree. Meeting your people where they're at. Um, this was natural. We used to go to the, you'd go to the open house if you wanted to meet buyers. You go to the country club if you want to build your sphere. But today we got to, if a few of these tools have been taken away from us, 
um, maybe we got to put that energy onto the platforms and the channels where these people are. Um, okay, I love it, Darren. You had anything else on that list? Further on that? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds so simple, but I talked to a guy the other day, and it was literally do the like, comment, and direct message twenty times per day. And you're right, like Jeff, if you're not comfortable yet with your cadence of posting because you're like a little uncomfortable, you don't know what, or you're for something, and something's holding you back. I mean, for one, get rid of that idea. But if that's still happening, like, comment, post 20 times a day, take you 30 minutes. The other basic human need is contribution. So once you've shown some significance with somebody, they're going to want to contribute that back and show that you're significant in their world. It's just basic human nature. And that's what I love about it. So that will start to come back. They'll start to comment, like, and maybe DM you, which again, then benefits the algorithm all over again. Um, I will reciprocate to those that do that reach out to me over and over again. It's such a little subtle tactic, right? I hear a lot of the times if we've fallen out of touch with someone in our sphere, it can feel like an awkward door knock or an awkward phone call or an awkward cold email. But the magic is if you're connected with that person on social, all you got to do is look back at what they've just posted. And that gives you the full doorway to reopen a conversation. And you don't have to even do it on that channel. If you're following someone on Instagram and they post something cool, you can text them and say, yo, I just saw your Instagram post. It was amazing. That will, if you do a double channel um, thing, it really shows people you care. Darren, I want to slide back just one second to something you said earlier was that, what were the two words you used? Significance and contribution, right? And yeah. I was thinking different activities have a different weight of significance to them, right? Obviously, you know, popping by with a gift in the middle of a pandemic that's warmly received has a huge amount of significance. That's probably getting talked about at the dinner table. It might get posted on Instagram. And dropping one like on somebody's happy birthday post is a tiny little bit of significance, right? So we have to think about each of these activities I think about it like they have an echo or they have a shelf life. You do them and then that effect fades off. Like that day and the next day, you're probably high on that person's radar to potentially send you a referral or think about you. But the smaller the activity and the longer between them, you're going to get forgotten about again, right? And so part of making these connections is just to remind people that you guys have a good working relationship, right? I like you, you like me. And last time we did business together, it was great. Nice chatting with you. Right? So it doesn't always have to have a, you know, a conversion or a close um, by dropping all those positive contribution and significance moments, people want to repay you, I think is what you're getting at, right? So they're going to try to do that with business or with some other opportunity. Yeah, I mean, there's so much you could go into with this. Think about ourselves for half a second as trained salespeople that have been coached by you and I and everybody else we've ever been coached to or a podcast we listen to, what do we, we all keep saying, just reach out. But us as salespeople, all of us know we don't do this enough. We don't make those connections. So the general person out there enjoying social media, they're not trained with that extra layer of proactive connections. It's only their besties that they ever get in that little bubble with. So we know if we're having such a hard time doing it, that when you do it, that little echo that Jeff talked about will be stronger. Uh, and it's, uh, it, that's when this business turns from, oh my God, what am I going to do to, oh shit, this is not rocket science. This is just people. Love it. Um, I'm going to add on to that too. Like one thing that I, I'm going to ask you this question. I'll give you time to think about it while I answer. So 
I'm going to answer one of my own personal tactics that I'm using going into 2021 to increase my engagement, get more inbound messages coming to me, right? So if you want to sit on that, well, I share mine. But one of the things that struck me, I saw a quote, um, I hope I'm going to butcher it, but I'm going to try to get the essence right, that it was like, uh, you know, the the reason we feel like annoying or salesy is because things that are so clear to us need to be repeated hundreds of times to others before it sinks in to them, right? So it's important on if you're going to be out on social making content that you don't feel like, oh, I just bugged everybody, right? In today's world, even the best piece of content is dead in 36 hours. So you could say the exact same thing in just a slightly different way a day and a half later, and you're not annoying anybody, okay? That's just the way the platforms work today. So one of the things I've been doing is being very conscious of like, ask for what I want out of my sphere, like actually ask for it. Don't hope they get the, the, the joke or the abstraction, just be very clear, ask for what I need today, and then be very repetitive in my messaging, right? Not try to give people a hundred things, but for me right now, I hope people in my sphere call me up with a potential flip opportunity. That would be the best win for me right now based on what I'm trying to generate for my sphere. So you're gonna see me asking for that a lot on my own social media channel over the next couple months, and I'm gonna just stay in the pocket. All right, that's my one real tactical one that I'm doing for myself. What are you doing right now, Darren, to make sure that your personal sales funnel out of your sphere is still hopping throughout this year? We all got to sell houses, right? Yeah, that's, you know what, that's, that, that's a great question. Thanks for the, your insight on that too. That is fantastic. You're right. The shelf life of most channels is super short and getting shorter uh, outside of like YouTube, right? If that's a big place for you where you, you might still get views five years later. Um, but even them, they're going to the Google Shorts now with these one-minute clips and stuff. So, um, but yeah, 100%. Uh, you know what? I was on a little mastermind thing and Ryan Serhant was talking. And it was a simple message from him. He said this, and this might just let it sink in for a second. I am a realtor and, and none of us, spend enough time on the and part. So when we think I have to post, I'm gonna post, it's focused on the sell. It's your house, it's the this, and many of us don't feel we're busy enough so I shouldn't post it. Um, but it's the and part of our business that people care about. Our business, they know, consumers know it's not rocket science. There's a reason why there's commission compression. There's a reason why we're not high on the product, on the high list of people I respect from a professional standpoint. It's because they don't believe our business is that hard to do, which at the end of the day, the fundamentals aren't. But those who do so well, they're hiring you because they can do that. But I also like this guy. I want to stay in their world. I get it. He's successful. She's successful. She's fun to be around, right? That and part is you. That's, that's super important. So I'm trying to show more of that because I found when I looked through my own feeds, I ended up with a lot of the cell, a lot of the cell, a little too much. And it's even annoying for me. So <laughs> love it, buddy. Yeah. My, my theme on the, uh, our Tuesday meeting last week, the opening and closing thought was, you know, stand in your truth. So I love that, how you wrap that back in to just like show more of the real you, what your other interests are outside of the world, that you're a real human dealing with the same stuff. Like right now we're all in the pandemic. We're all stuck at home. So, okay. I'm going to wrap it here because again, we want to keep these concise. I'm going to finish this little training off. You inspired me from a quote from one of our mastermind friends, Jay Pitts down in Kentucky, um, Louisville, Kentucky. 
I interviewed him once about building a sphere business, and he said it doesn't have to be any more complicated than this, right? You have two goals throughout your career of real estate. Add more people to your sphere list and engage with those people more often. That's it. If you take care of that, the rest of your life will take care of it. So keep your eyes out, guys, to add someone to your bubble, whether it's through social or your email list or your call list or your past client list, but it doesn't matter. We want to extend our network of the number of people that see us as a realtor and then start figuring out how to churn and engage and be memorable more often inside of that network. Take care of that and the checks are going to keep rolling. I promise. Any final thoughts, Darren? Oh, that's, that's as clean and concise. That is our business plans, really. So. Well, there you have it. You were behind the walls on this inside conversation that Jeff and I had. As you can tell, he led that conversation and just teed up a series of great questions where we could provide our own insights from the two different businesses that we created over time. And now, of course, over the last four years have been working together to build, to coach and to help agents. Now, I can't promise you that you'll be allowed inside these walls again, but I figured why not start 2021 with something special and just sharing this bit of info. If you need support any which way, shape or form, please, that's why I put out these podcasts and I look forward to having you here listening next time. So once again, thank you for tuning in and giving me your attention on the re-education experience podcast and I'm your host Darren Langill. I look forward to connecting with you again soon.